Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with Big Tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. This is perhaps my favorite story that broke right around Thanksgiving. An American modernist bishop wants to repeat the mistakes of the past by moving the operations of Vatican City out of Vatican City, probably turning the Holy See into a glorified museum in the process, and all because the Vatican is just too Catholic. Now, he doesn't say it's too Catholic, but that's pretty obvious to deduce by his statements. This bishop gave an interview to a local TV station in his diocese, which means his scandal was public in nature, and probably wasn't going a long way to soothing the nerves of Catholics in his diocese who are increasingly fed up with the direction the church is headed. Let's check our story out here. Headline from Our Sunday Visitor. Archbishop Coyne proposes relocating the Vatican, ordaining women deacons in candid interview. The interview was broadcast on television. Because of copyright reasons, I can't just show you the clips of what he said. But Archbishop Coyne is a Bergolian through and through. If you want to know what the extent of the new religion is in the U.S. and its takeover of the Catholic Church, here's a prime example. This bishop advocates for deaconettes, despite John Paul II burying that topic forever. Francis repeated it too recently, not that it seems to matter. The bishop wants to relocate the Holy See to some other place and replay of one of the darker chapters of Catholic history. If you live in his diocese, please be very careful about following anything he says. And I say new bishop because he is the co-adjutor bishop of Hartford, meaning he gets the job as the local ordinary as soon as the regular bishop passes away or retires. There will be no review, no ceremony from Rome, nothing. It's guaranteed the job, unless, of course, a new pope comes in and gives him the Strickland treatment. From the article, quote, In a revealing conversation, co-adjutor Bishop Arch- Archbishop Christopher J. Coyne of Hartford spoke about working as a bartender, his hopes for the Catholic Church in Hartford, women's ordination to the diaconate, and moving the Vatican. <laughs> the interview was conducted by WTNH News 8 correspondent Dennis House was released November 20th. On October 9th, at a massive welcome, Archbishop Coyne officially assumed his role as co-adjutor of the Connecticut Archdiocese, along with Archbishop Leonard P. Blair, 74, who has been Hartford's shepherd since 2013. When asked about his goals for the Archbishop of Archdiocese of Hartford, the bishop emphasized the need for evangelization. People don't come to our church, the archbishop said. They just don't walk through the doors. Acknowledging the shift in the church's role in society, he said, in fact, most people are walking out of our doors. Concerned by the reality of dwindling church attendance, Archbishop Coyne highlighted the departure of many Catholics to other church communities, particularly megachurches, addressing the sensitive issue of church closures. Archbishop Coyne acknowledged the necessity for future closures. This always comes from them, folks. Remember. Complacency, said the Archbishop, and diminishing numbers in congregations have made such closures necessary. Likening the churches to empty homes no longer inhabited by families, he asks, do we really need this family home? He emphasized the need for realistic decisions regarding maintaining church buildings, rectories, schools, and parish halls. Reflecting on the decline in excitement for institutionalized religions, Archbishop Coyne acknowledged 
the broader societal shift away from institutional churches, and the increasing trend of spiritual but not religious affiliations among people. End quote. I laugh when reading it because, again, they're just so brazen and tone deaf. Look, recognizing the need for greater evangelization is fine and it's laudable, but this talk from Bergolians always results in parish closures, the development of community-destroying parish clusters, and in general, a total disregard for the needs of the laity in face of declining revenue. At the core of this is money, folks. Remember, fewer people going to Mass means smaller donations collected at the weekly offering, which means parishes receive less money, and the diocese then receives less money through the bishop's appeal and the diocesan tax levied on individual parishes. And yes, there is a Vatican tax leveled on dioceses as well. And know something here. The root cause of fewer people going to Mass is never addressed here. He never one time says that people feel like they're getting something closer to the gospel outside of the typical Catholic parish now from some heretical schismatic group. And he won't admit that the reason for that is the overt secularism preached and practiced by the hierarchy of the church and the trickling down effect that has had in the local parish. Case in point, 2020, the church did nothing to resist the telling everybody in the world to not go to mass. Okay when the authorities of the world told us to, to not go to Mass and do anything else, the church was complicit, at least the institutional church was. Not the spotless bride of Christ, of course, but the institutional church was absolutely complicit in that. And that has led to fewer people going to Mass. The statistics are out there. There's been a dramatic drop-off in some places of as much as 40% since before 2020 of Mass attendance. And they won't admit it because they are complicit. And we know they won't admit that because of what he says next. He has fully internalized the secular notions of equality and inclusion in the church. Quote, Regarding the role of women in the church, Archbishop Coyne expressed hope for potential changes in the future, while acknowledging that the matter of women's ordination to the priesthood is, quote, case closed, he said, hopefully there will be some opportunity down the road for us to have some deaconesses. <laughs> but that would just open the door to priestesses again, which is the point. When asked what he would tell Pope Francis about the church, if given the opportunity, Archbishop Coyne proposed the idea of relocating the Vatican out of Rome to break away from entrenched Roman traditions. Describing the culture of Rome as inborn, the Archbishop expressed his desire to start over with a different bureaucracy. According to the Archbishop, a move would offer a fresh start for the church's administrative functions. End quote. What a profoundly stupid suggestion. Aside from the absolute cost of moving administrative functions out of Rome, the consequences of such a move would be catastrophic. But it would be positive for one thing. It would be an admission of something. You can't find a Roman authentic Catholicism in the Vatican anymore. That would be the best part of this, because they'd be admitting that. But that's about it. The consequences of this can be understood by looking at history. The church already tried this once in the 14th century. That time, Rome wasn't exactly a safe place to be, with internal divisions resulting in a tumultuous environment that undermined the ability of the church to operate effectively or safely. This was at the time of the Papal States, which makes this most curious since the popes of that time could have used just raw political power to solve their problems, but for whatever reason they chose not to. Instead, they chose to move to Avignon, which was the launch of the Avignon Papacy, which was a several-decade period where six consecutive popes ran the church from France. Consequences of that move 
were pretty obvious. It was one of the direct causes of the, re of the so-called Reformation, for one. But it was also corruption in the hierarchy, which got worse, reflecting the political problems among the nobility of the day. Whatever the nobles were doing, now the prelates were doing. The church became more susceptible to the problems of the day, and the authentic reform of the hierarchy began when they returned to Rome. The same problem would dominate the church today if France were to take that bishop's really, really dumb idea and move forward with it. If Francis moved the functions of governing the church to, say, Geneva, and ran the church out of an otherwise nice but still modern-looking business or government building somewhere, the consequences would be obvious. The secularization we see going on in the church right now would ramp up dramatically, separating ourselves from our history, our buildings, the monuments of the faith, the tombs of, of the saints, all the rest. These are constant reminders of what the church's real mission is, and it would be catastrophic. If you things are, think things are secularized now, is the, is, then you'd be in for a rude awakening if this were to happen. But here's the thing, Bergolians aren't known for... They're not really known for thinking too hard about the consequences of their proposals or their actions. If they did, the bishop wouldn't give voice for the desire for deaconettes either. You know, someone should remind this bishop that Francis closed the door on deaconettes himself, unless he understood the issue the way I've been saying that it's going to be resolved. Not through an act by a pope at first, but through decentralization of the hierarchy, like the German bishops and the Synod of Sin have been pushing for, despite Francis issuing that letter I covered a couple of days ago in a live stream. He, they've been pushing for this, where the laity will have major voice in defining and enforcing doctrine in the church. That's the mechanism for achieving deaconettes. And one way to get there is to put the church administrative functions in a secular environment, the way this bishop is advocating for. After all, the modernists treat the church like a glorified non-governmental organization or non-profit organization as it is. At least they're now open to just abandoning our monuments and properties and turning them into museums and running the church out of some brutalist banal building somewhere outside of Rome, probably in Geneva. <sighs> what do you think about this? If you want to read more about the Avignon Papacy, I have a link to a quick summary article about it in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. If you've read up on the Avignon Papacy, and if you have a book recommendation about it, please put it in the comments, please. Don't put links to a book or anything, just put a name of a book, people can find it. Viewers of this channel always have great book recommendations and other insights to offer, so check the comments. For me, I am not surprised that Bergolian bishops would absolutely be advocating for changing the church because it's too hidebound in Roman tradition. By Roman, he clearly means Tridentine, meaning the influence of the Council of Trent, which looms too large over the Vatican and all of its Catholic monuments. You can't force the new religion on people effectively with Catholic symbols still hanging around the governing centers of the church. But this bishop won't be successful. Remember, Christ has promised us that the church will persist until the end of the age, but that won't stop the modernists from trying. So, let me know what your thoughts are in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.